Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on? What's cracking? What's happening? You already know what time it is. It is Most Sports TV. I'm here with the gang, Matchy. Let's go next. And my boy, Devin McLemon. You know what time it is. Yes, sir. It is 11 1. It is November November. 1st. Jeez Louise, dude. We're halfway through the NFL season. We're one week into the NBA season. The NFL trade line, we got a lot to talk about. NFL Week 8 recap? Yeah. Yeah. Week 9 preview. NBA Six Week line. 2 preview. Halfway mark. Whole lot of gang shit going a on, lot man. Going on. Whole lot, lot of gang on. shit. We got a lot to talk about. What are you talk anybody about? in the chat, if y'all want to call in. Yeah, I know. I, I know. My main's about to pop in crazy. Talking about the Bengals being that bad. nigga. Yeah. He, that motherfucker. I, I mean, gotta, okay. I gotta well, give it to him right now. The Bengals are on. Don't even do it. It's not gonna work. What? It, no, it works afterwards. You can mm-hmm. still. You can still add a new destination. Yeah, don't worry though, gang. It's good though. But uh, shout out to my movies though. Those are my guys. We love y'all. Sorry. <laughs> we'll be all right though. Um, Niners suck. Hey man, the Niners are on a little bit of a skid. That is that is facts, and Ed's ducking it. Ed's ducking it. It happens. Ed's been M I fucking A. Where has Ed been? <laughs> okay, that's that was <laughs> who knows? Was His team has that's lost a sound, that's a sound you three made straight. No, that's, that's all that's of not, a sudden that's right. All of a sudden he's just gone. Where where did he poof off and disappear to? I mean, once, who knows? That's the sound Ed hasn't appeared to. since the first loss. He's been gone two weeks straight. Guys, I need milk cartons, guys. Remember when when the Giants lost forty to nothing? I got tagged with milk cartons with uh with uh suicide awareness uh videos, logic videos. On a milk carton. Um, oh my goodness, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, once Debo got hurt, Ed was basically down. Guys. He, counted, he counted his team out, and that's the last we've heard from him. I haven't heard from Ed in a while. And I got to say, we, we also haven't had a call in from Uncle Micah. In this Uncle skin, Micah, as, as where well. have you been? Wait, that's the sound ain't right. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I feel like that's the sound that, that should be when they arrive. Like they poof, poof into existence. No, they poofed out of existence. Yeah, that's why gone. I'm using it. They Them boys gone. is gone. And they are. Oh, not that. This is a sick Negro. There we go. Them boys are some sick Negroes. And, you know, it is what it is. Let's talk about um, the NFL trade deadline. Speaking on the Niners, they had to do something and something quick because it wasn't looking good. They wound up getting Chase Young for a third. Third and a fifth. Third and a fifth. I mean, that just seems like a little bit of a panic move. In my opinion, I think that they're doing what they can just because they see that there's no clear cut NFC East winner right now. They're not head and shoulders above anybody else in the NFC. And in order to do so, they think they had to go out and get a guy like Chase Young. Now, I do think that was a great, great deal for the Niners. And I mean, a third and a fifth for a guy that's making that big of a difference. I mean, him and Nick Bosa is just going to be that's that's menacing. Oh, so it's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So the. the, Clearly the best D line in the league. But now. how much how much did that really move the needle for them? That's my that's my that was my thought when it happened. Like obviously Chase Young, you know, big name, 
you know, all time, you know, all time talent on the field when he's on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, but what does that do as far as you know for them moving forward? Uh, I mean, I really, it's just it as a, bit, a huge difference maker. Right. It's more of a def. Obviously, he's a he's an all star. He's an all pro type caliber edge rusher, right? But um, at the same time, he's injury prone, just like the rest of them on that team. You know, are they ever going to get a fully healthy 49ers defense and a fully healthy 49ers offense all the way through the playoffs? If so, maybe they can win, win the NFC. What team is, though? I, I was going to say, be, to be fair to them, yeah, there's always teams, you know, everybody has an injury on their team. Right, but right but their injuries really cook them, it, it seems like. It seems like their injuries affect them way more than uh, the injuries affect other teams. The Trent Williams injury is the biggest injury they have right now. Yeah, and, and that's killing them. They can't it's run killing the ball them. effectively without Trent Williams. Look, I, I, even it's killing them, and it's killing to, Brock Purdy, too. That, yeah. yeah, that's that's definitely hurting Purdy because at this point, you're seeing, just like with a lot of other teams in the NFL, what happens when you don't have good offensive line play that your mm. quarterback suffers because of it, and he can't get his game off the way that he typically you know, would like to. Like, sure, Brock Purdy has looked fantastic in this offense in the Shanahan scheme, but that's because they have an incredible offensive line that when fully healthy is giving him so much time that he really doesn't have to be decisive like that because the decision's already made for him. Yep. I've, this is the first time Brock Purdy has really seen adversity. Absolutely. Right? And I always like to judge quarterbacks in the NFL. What happens when shit gets real? When you're down and out and you have to come back and put the whole team on your back. What do you do then? Do you fold up like a bitch? Or do you ball like a boss? And so far, yeah. Purdy has been playing like a little hoe. Last two weeks, especially. The, the, the Cleveland game, he he put him in a position to actually win that game on the, the missed field goal at the end of the game. But the last two weeks, the you know, right, the lights right. have, it seemed and like the lights have been too bright for him. I still think, even with like a 70% healthy CMC and no Debo, that you have more weapons than probably 90% of the rest of the league. The team's still fire. I mean, that yeah. team is fantastic regardless, so... I don't know. Putting up, what did they have? 17? Yeah, 17 points this past week. Uh, I, I mean, it's just one, two interceptions. That's not going to get the job done. You can't turn the ball. The one over. was terrible. You're in the red zone. You throw it Bad directly reads. to the linebacker right Bad in front of you. That was and terrible. That seems like he just is under pressure, and he's just trying to get the ball off. And I'll also give credit to the Cincinnati Bengals because the Cincinnati Bengals are absolutely 100% back. They are so back. Um, Joe Burrow doesn't look like he's hurting anymore in his calf. It looks like he's comfortable. They're ready to stretch the field. Jamar Chase is absolutely just in his bag right now. Yeah, what up, Double R? It's good, Double R. And um, T. Higgins is back. T. Higgins is rocking and rolling. T. Higgins looking back to form. Yeah, that was was really important. Mixon even looking well as well. Yeah, he is. Um, And the defense is looking great, too. So, So, I mean... That's big for them, too. The games where you check the box score and Joe Mixon has, you know, 12 carries for 20 yards, no touchdowns. Like, those are the games that they probably lose because they get too one-dimensional, like mm. like the Bills we see, you know, time after time. Those are the games they usually lose. Right. When they can't establish a run game, no, no run presence. You know, you can't win like that. Well, the one thing about the Bengals, though, is that, like, yeah, they're doing great right now, but the rest of that division is also playing really good football. Like probably a lot the best of good football, football in the league right a now. A lot of good football in the AFC North. <clears throat> Ravens looking great. Bengals looking great. Uh, I, I remember I said I think the Ravens could compete for a Super Bowl in like week two, and just because I think or week three, and just because they were one and two at the time, Ed looked at me a little sideways. But listen, man, that Ravens team—it's always <laughs> been there. 
I, I call Ravens winning Ravens the division. Ravens come down to Lamar and not getting hurt. In Odell, Odell was always going to stink to me. I, I'm sorry. I liked Odell. I great guy. He was always going to stink to me. But the Ravens, it's always been there. It, like the piece was Zay Flowers. That's what really was the difference maker for me. Well, I agree with that. Um, really, he just has a plethora of weapons now. It's not like it's, it's hey, I'm only going to throw to Mark Andrews. Even if Odell is used as a ploy. You know what I'm saying? He's he's only out there just running around. He's, he's only watched, getting he's he only getting he's getting three fucking targets. You got rid of Greg Roman too, so you're really allowed to expand the offense now. Right. And the new offensive coordinator is really letting Lamar rock out. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he's wanted really all along. Lamar Jackson it was like, Hey, stop telling me what to do. I'm old enough. I'm an MVP. I'm a veteran in this game. I know how to sling rock if I need to sling rock. Yeah, and Lamar looks just looks comfortable. Yes. Yes, I agree. I'm I'm very satisfied with what the uh Ravens been been up to lately. I got a question for you guys still staying in that division. How long can the Pittsburgh Steelers stay above water the way that they've been? Because it, now Mitch Trubisky at the helm. Mm. They're 4 and 3 though. This is a typical Steelers season since Ben Roethlisberger has been gone. This is what's happened every single year. Or even since AB has been gone, honestly, since since Le'Veon and AB split from that super high powered Steelers offense, it's been the same thing over and over again. I mean, they're they're staying right above water in, in wild card contention, but the team is just simply the the quarterback play alone is simply not good enough. The offense alone is not good enough. Uh, Najee Harris is dog shit. Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Even before he was hurt, did not look that good. The one bright spot that they actually have right now is George Pickens, but Trubisky's not going to be able to get him the they ball the no, way he they wants have him no to. No presence at the tight end position, receiving wise. It's uh, yeah. but, but they Fire are. But they, they do our really whole nothing. lives. They always stay afloat. That's just the foundation of the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're I, when's the last time they haven't had a losing record in some crazy fucking amount of years or some shit. Like yeah, that's I just the epitome believe, of Pittsburgh bro. Steelers football. I can't yeah. believe the fall off of Allen Robinson. In the past three years, man, mm. he's gone entirely. I mean, this is a guy he had one target, no yards this past week. Like, what happened to that guy? Because he no was separation. He just the competition strange. at the wide receiver position in the NFL is very high. There's so many good wide receivers in the league. Like, when somebody says, "Oh, this," I feel like this guy is a top five wide receiver. You could be like, "Oh, you're absolutely wrong," or "You're absolutely right," <clears> because <throat> the depth at the wide receiver position in the NFL is so crazy. Yeah. So somebody like Allen Robinson could come in, go crazy, put up a thousand some yards, a hundred some receptions, go crazy, yada yada, and then next year it could be a complete fall off. I mean, this is a guy you he has two seasons above. He has a season with 1,400 yards, two seasons above 1,200. Like, the numbers are there for him. And How it's ironic, just... though. He's back with Trubisky. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> guess, you know, Destiny, uh, Destiny Rise. He might be able I'm to in, cook. I'm they have shit. chemistry now, I, you know? Shit, he I'm, might I'm get more to watch this game tomorrow night. Titan Steelers in Pittsburgh. Okay, so let's talk about... Let's talk about Willie. Willie Mayo Levis. Wow. Well, Mayo in the coffee. I like Mayo in the coffee. Yeah, no, so let's let's talk about his villain arc story, okay? His yeah. what? His villain arc. This is how he became his origin story. Mr. His origin oh, story. Okay, this okay. is how Will Levis came to be from what happened on Sunday. So draft day, right? He's chilling with his lady and his and his sister and his and his 
and his parents, whatever, in the draft room, his girl's an absolute fucking smoke show, right? I don't know if you remember the girl, Devin, but she was the I, I brunette vague, with the light eyes. It. She was an absolute smoke show at the draft. She went instantly viral because of it. And Will gets, he gets shitted on in the draft. He was supposed to be a first round draft pick. He was supposed to be a top 20 pick, bare minimum. Mm. And he slipped all the way to the second round. And he was in the draft room with his with his hot girlfriend. The girlfriend goes viral. He goes viral from not getting picked at all when he was in the draft room. That alone was a crazy bag. Now, he gets drafted to the Tennessee Titans. He goes to the number one country destination for country music in the world, in Nashville, Tennessee, correct? His girl gets taken by who? Morgan Wallen. Mm. Man. And I'm talking about straight up took. He took his bitch like it was nothing. He was a four-string quarterback in the summer. Morgan Morgan Wallen takes her from him. And that just started the whole villain arc right there. Will Levis. Will Levis just built his way up. He said, I bet. Now he's about to take over Nashville. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's going to take the whole fucking city by storm. Uh, I haven't heard Morgan Wallen since last night. She let the liquor talk. Maybe it was about her. You never know. Damn. Damn. That's the case. Like, he's got a billboard hit. Mm. You and then he comes it. out, he throws for four fucking TDs, 250 yards and fucking, what, two and a half quarters? Yeah. Shout out to my he boy Will Levis, bro. The fucking ball. Shout out to my guy. It was nice to see. Like, it's got, he threw the rock, too, man. Fresh air. Yeah, if you're, if you're on that team, it was if you're a in nice that coaching staff, just to see the ball fucking thrown down the field. It was a nice Jesus looking ball Christ. he was throwing to D-Hop. You know, D-Hop, bro, D-Hop was, was going ecstatic. crazy, bro. D-Hop went nuts. He had, uh, what was it, like two touchdowns three in the touchdowns. first half? Finished I mean, with three was, touchdowns. Yeah, he was ridiculous. Yeah. He and was like like, like I've always said, like, hey, D-Hop is always going to be fire if he has the right guy throwing him the ball. He looks like P.E. Well, hey, let the, with that being said, I don't know why he chose to go to Tennessee knowing damn well that they were going to be running with Tannehill to start. He knew. He, money, he got, him, he got he himself that into dog that. And, Levis and that was it. But hey, <laughs> it was over. first of all, Will Se- Le- Le- Will Levis looks and Sauce. sounds racist as shit. So for him to be in Nashville <laughs> makes fucking sense. But we'll leave. I'm, in, I'm interested to we'll see how he turns us. out tomorrow night. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh only has four days to prep for this kid and see what we can do. Now, if I'm Levi's, the the jean company, and I'm the head of their marketing, wouldn't you automatically get this guy a fucking endorsement deal? Immediately after in this game, or Tennessee. what? Like, oh, yeah. what are we doing here, Levi's? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe country Wrangler. guys wear all shit all the time. You better <laughs> do something before Wrangler get them. Listen, yeah, you know, yeah. All of a sudden, fucking Brett Favre is there, you know, doing him and Will oh, Levis on a god. commercial. They're scamming. They're gonna you know, cross out Levis. Maybe. Oh my god. <laughs> Will they'll call him Will Wrangler? Oh my Real gosh, comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just going left field right now, but. <laughs> Yo, I'm excited for for Pittsburgh and Tennessee. I want. I'm starting Will yeah, in two I'm, leagues and over Derrick Jordan Henry Love. There, Fuck it, bro. And Derrick Fuck Henry, it, we ball. I'm starting him. N- nobody thought Derrick Henry was going to get traded. I-, I don't think anybody realistically thought that he was going anywhere, unless it was a Godfather offer. I- I mean, when I saw the move Bayard, I was like, okay, maybe a move's coming. 
maybe they're just let, let's sell let's sell let's talk about that buyer deal I, I don't know why tennessee did that bro like why get why man they got, they why got. why and then levis does that the next week after you trade buyers like yeah huh, i bet you they wanted to trade buyer if they would have saw will levis do that the week before you know, it's just a shitty situation. Respect to Will Levisall. I don't know if you saw him in the postgame presser where he took a minute to, you know, address the fans because they were booing um, uh, Malik Willis. Mm, yeah. You know, they, were, they were giving him a ration of shit. You know, he went in there. It was, you know, one versus one, essentially, by starting both quarterbacks like Tennessee did. And he was just like, you know, he's out there battling, you know, every day like I am. So, uh, respect to uh, Will Levis doing something I feel like so bad for fucking Malik Willis, man. He He's just had a bad... He sucks, he's, he's, man. He's not he's good. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> that brother is. Yeah, that brother good. stinks. But yeah, shout out to Malik. Hashtag man. what's I that smell? You. <laughs> he had his opportunity in London against the Ravens about two, three weeks ago, and he just yeah, he, he turned into he a took more sacks and fast toss. Yeah. So wasn't it? Wasn't it? Let's talk about another trade here. Uh, Leonard Williams to the Seahawks. Yes, sir. And a nice little fleecing by Joe Shane. Good move for you guys. For a Absolutely. second and a fifth. Now, the conditions, everybody say, hey, what's the catch? What's the catch? How the fuck did you get Leonard Williams for a second and a fifth when y'all traded for him four years ago for a third and a fifth? Well, this is what happened. We paying his, uh, we're paying his salary for the end of the year. Yeah. Which is fine because we're not doing anything with the salary anyway. Uh-huh. So I'll take that great return. Hopefully we'll use that second rounder maybe to move up. Or just take an interior lineman with that second rounder. Who knows? You'll never know. And he was done. He was gone at the end of the year anyway. Yeah, he was gone. Yeah. And let's it's not always get the twisted. move, bro. Leonard Williams, always the move. Leonard Williams is a is a big guy with not a lot of bite to his bark. Yeah. You know, like he's one of those guys. I think uh, Khan said it when he called in here probably about a month ago. He's that guy when the ship isn't sailing right. You know, he's the first one to start throwing fits, you know, getting in fights, scuffles with the other team, you know, maybe an unsportsmanlike conduct. He's not a guy, despite his talent, you know, Dexter Lawrence holds himself to a standard and holds his head high, even, you know, takes some of the blame and will take blame when it's due. You will never, ever see that from Leonard Williams. And that's why I was really not too upset when the Giants were able to get off of him. In the same sense, it's exactly what we did with Bradley Chubb last year. We flipped him at the trade deadline to Miami for a first round pick. I haven't heard from him since. And he's the same type of guy. Like, like when you mention his name, you know, in football talks, like, oh, Bradley Chubb, like he's a dog. Like, no, he like he had more games missed than sacks in Denver's. And we and we weren't paying him clearly at the at the you know, when the summer comes around. So if you can flip him for anything, it's always a plus, let alone a you know, second or first rounder. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I mean I think Leonard Williams is still a great player. Don't get me wrong. I still think he can make a big impact for the Seattle Seahawks. I think the Seahawks position to be a great team in the NFC. I think they're a top four team in the NFC. I think they're the fourth best team in the NFC. So I think this adds on and helps. Oh, but we were delusional when we thought that in the beginning of the season, according to Ed, that the Seahawks could be a good squad. Fuck you, me. But uh, uh, let's talk about the fact. What are the Chicago Bears doing? They went out and they get Montez Sweat. Like, why? It's just like for why? what? The, like what you just traded away, uh, Roquan Smith. What last deadline? Right. Yep. Like and now you're making another trade for a star defensive lineman. And you know uh, they sold on Roquan Smith, but they bought Montez Sweat and, and now Chase Claypool last year at the trade deadline. Like, what are you doing now? That. 
was a fleecing and a half. Oh my god. Ryan the Bears, Pulse. I'm gonna tell you two very poverty franchises in this NFL. Now I'm talking about the two most Only poverty. Two? Only two? The two top most two. Okay. The top two okay. most poverty Give it to franchises me. in the NFL. Give it to right me. The Chicago Bears and no, the Las Bears. Vegas Raiders. Bingo. The two biggest poverty yep. franchise. Now, obviously, there's a Just couple, win, there's definitely more poverty franchises out there, but the top two. I got Atlanta up there too, as of late Ew. with Arthur Smith. Yeah, it's 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 it, mainly a coaching issue. That fucking mustache. Jesus oh, Christ. God. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. It, it's literally disgusting out there in Chicago. Um fields out. The Bears deserve nothing. For like a the month. Bears fucking they deserve did actually nothing. have they sold their like, soul to trade up and get Mitchell Trubisky. That over is, fucking that, Patrick Mahomes. I hope they don't win a fucking game for the rest of the That was lives. a generational oh my bad God. trade. Like, yeah. yeah. They're still hurting from that they, trade. And they hope they, I hope they do for the next fucking 50 years. They, and they're about to build a new stadium for that. The trade-up for that? Trubisky. They could have got Watson. They could have got Mahomes. I, they well, got, I wouldn't uh, even put Deshaun Watson in that sentence. Well, I would because what, you don't know but what would have happened at the time. with Deshaun Watson if he never would have got blackballed by the fucking Texans owner. Um, right. I mean, I'm sure he was lights out. He was like, yeah. And he would have been fine getting, getting tugged around in, in Chicago. That's, that's a, that's a tradition in uh that's Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> like what? That's what they do for fun out that there. A deep dish. Yeah. Yeah. Deep dish fucking mozzarella pizzas and shit. They got that big bean. <laughs> that big silver bean. <laughs> no, I was I was at the stadium last month, and they're talking about them building the new stadium. And I like my fucking neck almost snapped. I heard them talking about. Like, didn't what, they re- what would their didn't they just have Soldier Field rebuilt? They did redo it. Uh, it's been a little bit now, but yeah, that's they're building a whole new stadium outside of the city. They better. What the fuck is your a, selling point going to be? They better put a roof on that bitch. Yeah, I'm telling you that right now. They better put a roof on that bitch. Same with the Giants. Same with all these other cold teams. Like, why Why don't y'all have... Why is Tennessee those? getting a new stadium with a dome and Buffalo's getting a new stadium without a dome? How the fuck does that make any sense? I could, like... There's a couple teams where I know they'll never put a dome on. And obviously, Green Bay will never put a dome on their shit because... The, that is the selling point. Right? That is the selling point. That is their advantage in December and in January if they were to make it that far. Yeah. But, like... North that's that's got to be the only reason still, why not to do it. If you're in New Jersey, like the Giants, the Giants should have a dome. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. The Giants should have a dome. The Jersey Giants. The Jersey, the Jersey hey, Giants hey, should absolutely have a dome, bro. I don't care. If it's still kind of warm, like if you're not going to be brick, 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 brick cold, make it retractable. Make it retractable. Motherfuckers. Right. Like, what the fuck, man? Shiz, it's ridiculous at this point. Facts, Shamal. I'm dying on a hill, though. I don't know if you guys see my tweets about it. Like, I never really gave a fuck about it when anybody would bring it up, but the fact that neither the Jets or the Giants are New Jersey, oh my goodness, is yeah. just does not make any sense to me. They well, both it's just, play it's, in New Jersey. It's the selling, at least, name, at least if you, you notice know. on the broadcast now, they always address it as we're here in New Jersey. Like I remember when I was a kid, like you know, you hear them say oh, we're New live York. in New York. Like no, you're not. Yeah. No, you're fucking not. The studios in New York, New Jersey, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, All right, at least uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited for some of these games coming up next week. Uh, you want to talk about them a little bit. The first one, I got it. I got to. It's Sunday. It's at 1030 in Germany. This is Dolphins Chiefs. This is a heater. 930. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. 1030. Oh, oh, oh 1030. this one's Germany. So London games are 930 and Germany is 1030. 
So interesting. Um, one and a half point spread for the Chiefs. I don't know. I, I, are you guys going to have your sauerkraut and you know uh, some kielbasa out for this one? No. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, I'll be awake. Up I should really get in parlaysian. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to be about it. nice and early, making some coffee, putting in some parlays. But um, it's going to be an interesting Chiefs versus Dolphins game. I, I see these overseas games are always just weird, man. It's always like just groggy football. If it may, if that makes sense, like no one seems to ever be on their their A game when they're playing overseas. Who do we think faced off in the Super Bowl? Unbiased opinions. Right now, gun Quick, to my head, go. pick pick a. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm going Ravens Eagles. I was about to say Ravens Eagles, dude. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I'll go Ravens Eagles. That was that's what, that was what first thing came to my head. Yep. Birds Bowl. Yeah. Bengals Eagles. <clears throat> Bengals, Eagles. Oh, Bengals. I hate that we all have the Eagles in it, but it's just and they're looking like the best team in it. Like, I need to see the Niners fully healthy again and, I need to and see back the on Cow- their shit before I'm back on the Niners wave. And I, need and to I see know the it's Cowboys possible. Sling rock. And I, I know it's possible for for the uh, for the Niners to get back to what they were in the very beginning of the season. I would love to see Lamar Jackson lead the Ravens to a Super Bowl victory Absolutely. over the Eagles. That would literally that would be, be amazing. Fantastic. That'd be amazing. That'd be. Great. They were saying <laughs> there was a joke on uh, on X that uh, if it was Philly Baltimore with Usher performing at halftime in Vegas, you might as well just call the fucking thing the BET Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Philly Baltimore with Usher oh, it's doing Vegas the fuck. Yeah, oh, in shit. Vegas, might as well call it the BET Awards. Wow. <laughs> Christ. I can make that joke. You guys can't. Nah, that would be dope. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just when it comes to NFC, I just as far as teams with question marks, I I feel like I have the least question marks about. So what does this Cowboys Eagles mean this coming week? How massive of a game is this mm. for the Cowboys coming off it's of bigger that win for the Cowboys week? than it is for the Eagles? Absolutely. This is the Cowboys. I think Micah Parsons said it in his podcast. These are the games, these are measuring stick games. Yep. Yeah. I think uh I actually think the Cowboys can very well win this game. I think the Cowboys do win this game. I'm going to tell you why. Dak does have the Eagles card, man. He's 8-3 and three versus Eagles in his career. Dak has been slinging the seed, man. I picked Dak up in a fantasy league. He's been a top eight fantasy quarterback. I don't know what he was doing out on waiver wires. Snagged him up, and he performs the way he did this past week, putting up 40 points. I mean, hey, man, I, I'm as a Giants fan... I have to go for the more tolerable team here. I'm going to go with the Cowboys this week over the Birds, even though it's at the link. I, I like the Cowboys over the Eagles. Um, the the Cowboys love to beat up on teams that they're better than, and they were clearly better than that Los Angeles Rams team. They beat the shit out of them on Sunday. It wasn't <laughs> like it was early and often. Yeah, that there was, was over there was all it was all gas no breaks with yep. with the uh, Cowboys with De- Ceedee Lamb especially. Bro, Deron uh, Bland had Cooper Cup in some shackles. I can't lie to you. God forbid I say St- Stephon Gilmore is 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 top dog at, in that uh in that Dallas defense. But look, bro, Bland is doing his damn it, thing. Nasty. Stephon Gilmore, I think, is better than Bland. Look. I, I always been saying Trayvon Diggs is overrated. I'm I'm standing on that with ten toes, bro. He's just getting a fucking stray right now. He's been he's getting yeah, absolutely. I do. Not, I, look, 
The Cowboys have been better without him. Yeah, Corey's dying on that hill. That's dying on that hill. Javon yeah. Diggs is barbecue fucking chicken. Sorry, guys. Dallas for me, every time, you know, every time, you know, they look good, good on paper, good roster, playing good football. They, they come across these games where they run into the, you know, a top-seeded team, you know, a game where they can make a fucking statement and they just come out and they lose. They just get smacked around. I don't know why. It just seems that that's how it goes for the Dallas Cowboys. I think so. As Adam, a franchise, I'm not just so. saying this team, this team in general right now. It's just like a few weeks ago when they were going into San Fran. It was like, all right, this is a game where they could really make a statement today. And what they did got fucking absolutely just shouldn't have even showed up that day. So I hope it's a good game. I, I'm going to take the Eagles. You taking the birds? I just got more faith in the birds, man. I don't yeah. know. I just I, I could I won't be surprised if this is a game. The birds are just playing down to all. Like I was with a couple of birds fans this weekend at a uh, Lorita Wine Factory. I saw your brother, by the way, man. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was hanging out with uh, Mikey for a little bit, but um, <laughs> I was with a bunch of Eagles fans, and I'm like, look, you guys clearly have the best roster in the NFC. Yeah, right. AJ Brown's been menace. Oh my, your God. offense is amazing. Uh, you guys have so many great players, but you guys always play down to your opponents. Every fucking week, you guys play down to your opponents. Yep. You play up to your opponents. I mean, there's not many teams you can play up to when you're the Eagles and you have that roster, but every game is close. They're, they're, that they're commander's game was very sus once again. Yeah. It was very sus once again. Yep. Sam Howell was dicing shit up. You see his he numbers was. against Dyson Justin Fields and his numbers against everybody, everybody else. It's kind of wild. Nuts. He's very inconsistent. It's crazy. <laughs> Sam Howell's very inconsistent. He's either fucking dotting shit or it's just Put up bad. a 30 ball in Philly twice in a month. Yep. Yeah, that's <sighs> look, crazy. Man, look, the, the Eagles got to start blowing these cats out that aren't good, man. He's They, they got to have consistent... Dominant W's, man, and they're not getting that. They're they're just playing down, playing down, playing down. They're gonna play down to the Cowboys, and if you let the Cowboys play down, the Cowboys will beat you. Yeah, is what I'm trying to say. No, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. We'll get to uh, talking about James Harden a little bit later as well. Uh, getting to that comment. Yeah, but, we get we get in there, Bucko. We gonna uh, get to NBA. Dev, you had mentioned like statement games and like ones that really mean something another one that i want to point out this week we we're t just talking about how good the ravens are the seahawks if they can beat the ravens this week that's a huge statement in baltimore in baltimore mm. cross country lamar 16 and 1 in his career against the nfc mm. so let's see ravens minus six what do we think about that one here's the thing i i, I think the ravens win be only because they're home if the ravens were had to go to seattle I was taking Seattle. I got Ravens by four. I think it's a hook. I think that's going to be it. Yeah, I can see where Ravens on a field goal. What like is that. the spread again? Six. Six? I think Seahawks cover, but Ravens win. It's going to be a close one. Funny enough, that's exactly how I felt about when Detroit was rolling into Baltimore and they blew the fucking doors off of them. So. I mean, what's really crazy is the fact that here the Ravens are giving up the second most yards per game. And they're here with this kind of team sitting at six and two. Like the offense is the offense is Lamar. Deadly, it's really bro. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's there. incredible. It's really Lamar Jackson. There's no like Zay Flowers is having a good okay year, right? As a rookie, but like yep. And I, I said it in the face. Nobody group. really going crazy on on the Ravens. Not even Mark Andrews. Really, just no. Lamar Jackson it's, it's Lamar. going crazy. Like, every every team having the ability to get Lamar Jackson at the cost of a new contract and two first round picks, but nobody jumping on Atlanta that is an Especially. absolute disgrace to the sport of football. 
that is gross product uh, on everybody the in the Giants NFL. too. There's a lot. There's a there's a I multiple mean, teams that could the Jets five teams. The Jets, bro, could have did that. The uh the Niners could have did it. Uh, there's so many teams oh that could have the Niners with Lamar. Fucking god, I can't believe did nobody pulled the trigger, bro. And every and the Ravens literally gave everybody the green light to do it, and nobody, nobody did it. Did. Yeah, nasty product. Nasty, Very nasty disgusting. Product. Like sometimes these GMs and like these these guys just over fucking think it, bro. Yeah, they the over fucking think it, oh bro. Patriots. Oh my goodness, these picks, are, these picks are too sacred to teams, in my opinion. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's, it's it's the NFL. They hold on to picks like it's like like they're guaranteed. buried treasure, yeah, man. Guaranteed. Every, every year, Nothing like is guaranteed you can get the. And you look at the top GMs and the top teams in the NFL, right? Howie Roseman, the the Niners GM, they're not scared to pull the trigger on a on a player for a second or a third rounder. They're not scared to get a buy yard for a third rounder. They're not scared to do it. They're not fucking scared. They're not scared to give a first, second, and fourth for Christian McCaffrey. When you know what I'm saying, they're not scared to take that. To, to throw their hooks out there, make something happen. Take a risk. You got to. You got to risk it for you the gotta, fucking biscuit, man. What it. the fuck, yeah. man? Do you all feel Lamar is the next best thing since Mike Vick or possibly better? Lamar Jackson is gameplay. much better than Michael Vick. He I'm is. sorry to burst everybody's 2003 bubble, the nostalgia but that's just bubble. what it is. Yeah. That's, I'm sorry. I love Mike Vick. It was a great time. Great era. It was a lot of fun. Mad No 4. I, I get it. Great soundtrack. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is on. much better. And Michael Vick, it's okay. It's all right. It happens. I, I, I don't. It pains me to say it. It's though. okay. Like, it's all right. I, I was in denial for a while. Mike but, Vick has that AI effect that you know that cultural impact. Look, I lived in Virginia. Exactly. I lived it's in the. the thing. I lived in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, seven five seven, where Michael Vick and motherfucking uh, Allen Iverson came out of. Prime time while I, I was in high school slash middle school and like. The nostalgia was crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it was hard for me to give up on a lot of people saying even AI wasn't as good as people hyped him up to be, or he's not a top point guard or shooting guard of all time. Yeah. I think he, as far as I feel like influence and culture impact and changing the game in general does count towards legacy. And a lot of guys don't think that. I think so. I think so. I personally think the cultural impact you play, you make on the game, AI completely changed the game. Michael Vick completely changed the game, and I feel like right now Stephen Curry, I wouldn't put them on completely changed the game. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. I don't know there was not a quarterback ever in NFL history before Michael Vick. He paved the way for running quarterbacks. And don't fucking sit up here and say, "Oh, Randall Cunningham." No, 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 no. Randall Cunningham was a pocket passer. Yeah, he was sling that thing. Just because he was black doesn't mean he was like Michael Vick. <laughs> the, the, they'll try and compare Michael Vick to like some black Warren Moon or right. oh fucking one of these fucking assholes that were pocket passers. Michael Vick was the first of his kind, and he paved the way for Cam Newton. He paved the way for Lamar Jackson. He paved the way for these rushing quarterbacks. Period. So like, I feel like that is a legacy thing. You know what I'm saying? AI. Before AI, there wasn't really and one. There wasn't really none of that. 
wasn't none of that. Lamar AI Jackson's brought better than Michael Vick. I agree with that. Let's but move on. <laughs> I, this is something I wanted to talk about, though. Now nah, get it off your chest. I don't I love the passion. I feel I, it. I don't I agree count with you. it, but you could. Culture counts, bro. And impact and influence counts. It does. Towards your legacy. I really does. In uh, my opinion. I think the third best game this week, the Bills going over to Cincinnati, playing the mm. Bengals. Uh, Bengals are minus two at home. Like I said, this one's in Cincy. Five and three Bengals, four and three, or uh, five and three Bills, four and three Bengals. How do we feel about this one? You think they run DeMar Hamlin out there since it's the rematch? <laughs> do they have uh, the ambulance out there? <laughs> fucking God, the bro. DeMar ambulance. I'm DeMar, so sick of hearing about DeMar this. DeMar Hamlin in the ambulance. Yeah. But um, Corey sent in the chat yesterday, the, you know, the odds for uh, comeback player of the year. Why is he the favorite? He's he, minus 125 to win NFL comeback player of the year, and he has yet to play a snap. So what? If he plays he one fucking once, snap, they're going to get a special oh, team shit. snap, I believe. Guy's dookie. I, guy's not fucking good. Yeah. He's never good career in the first He's almost dying on the fucking field. Congratulations. Pull up the highlights. We're going to see. What is, I, I don't give a fuck. I, I'm a hater. Horrible. I'm a Damar Hamlin hater. He's a third, third I'm sorry. Third I don't give a safety. fuck. Like, I'll say it. I'll fucking say it. I don't give a fuck. I'm a Damar Hamlin hater. If he wins comeback player of the year, I might not watch the NFL next year. Yeah. I, I'm not going to go to those lengths. Go but fuck yourself. As far NFL. as betting-wise, it, it's, uh, it's just crazy to me. Like, yeah, that's disgusting. And I just can't, like... Is it a money grab by Vegas? Like, I they know everybody's going to really be on him? I really his number on, and like, his a jersey, basically, in the windows of that that ambulance. Like, that's so nuts to me. <laughs> I, I, I just can't get over that. Why? Who did that? Who approved that? You know those like those you know mocking videos on like Twitter and shit. It's like let's let's check out so and so's highlights, and it's just like one terrible fucking play. Like his yeah. career highlights is gonna be like <laughs> like news headlines and a fucking ambulance or a U-Haul truck, according to this psycho. Yeah, I mean, I just don't, like he's. <laughs> it's just a. He's Remember the sketchy treated. video of him in the suite with the snow. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that went nuts on Twitter. We got like 25k on Twitter because of the that. The whole situation was fucked. Yeah, it was, it's, it's like, it was, I don't want to hear about bad. the guy. He's fucking dookie. I'm, I'm so it. tired of him. I don't want to hear anything about him. He had his, you know, his 15 seconds of fame. Imagine yeah. taking a second. Of, imagine up. taking a cent of your income in your life and going on FanDuel and taking him for comeback player of the year. Just fucking stop. So there was a lot of injuries. Correct. There was a whole lot of injuries this this uh this past week in general. A lot of injuries at MetLife once again. Um a lot of injuries in general. That brother stinks. He's like a 63. He started 13 games because of injuries. Yeah. To the Micah Hyde was out. There was a lot of guys on Boyer was hurt. Yeah, they were all out. That's why he was a player. uh, He didn't start. He might not actually be third string, but He's a third-string oh, talent. He, he, no, he was third-string, and he was starting because I want everybody to say he was got hurt. promoted from the practice squad last year. Yeah. Like it was that, yeah, yeah, not good, bro. Even so, he played well, bro. Who we got to lie to? I, I, it's I, just I, I can't here. stand. First of all, I can't stand a bunch of motherfuckers that try and justify Demar Hamlin's like uh, him being comeback player of the year. Oh, well, he was good last year, or oh, bro. He hasn't played. He's played one fucking snap this year. He does not deserve the award. I don't give a fuck if he came back from the dead. 
Like Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, bro. Yeah, he doesn't deserve to win the award. I don't care. How many times did Undertaker do that and then go on? Right. Like, come on, bro. Uh, Kane, Undertaker, they, they all done it. Like, fuck Kurt Angle. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> um, and as far as injuries go, I mean, I think it, there's it a lot terrible, of I think there's definitely. a lot of factors that go into it. I, I, I really think the NFL has to make a rule. I know the owners aren't going to like it because they're going to have to spend more money, yada, yada, but every field should be grass, grass. from here on out. Denver's owner, a Denver owner came in last year and with three games left in the season, made the swap. It's real shit right there. And it's, it's not really- like it's it's a very hard thing to do logistically. It could be done in one day, two yeah. days, yeah. one week, literally one the week. These motherfuckers they start on Monday here, and it, and they'll be ready by, by Saturday night yep. type shit if they put down sod fast enough. It's not it's not a hard thing to do logistically. They just don't want to hire a whole fucking grounds crew to to take care of the sod, to repaint the lines every fucking week, to do this, to do that. It costs a lot of money. It costs it's gonna cost them a good two more million dollars a year to to take care of. But you would feel like that investment is a better investment to have than your forty million dollar a year player getting hurt yeah. on artificial turf. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that's a better investment. Just get the grass. And, you know, these these north up north teams want to use artificial turf because grass is hard to take care of in the winter. You know, grass turns into fucking cement. If it gets hold, hard it, enough, it gets pause. Enough. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 91 tackles for safety is a lot, especially missing a few oh, games. Jesus oh, enough, Who the fuck man. Is Who the fuck gives a fuck? Who is Jesus? Shut up, Cole. Shush. <laughs> Shush. We're done with we're done with Demar Hamlin. Demar sure Hamlin's burner account. Enough. <laughs> I don't want to hear about DeMar any Hamlin. other games you guys want to uh, chat about this coming week, or should we dive into the uh, the fat suit? I, I will say this though: that's a primetime game. Game Bills Bengals. Primetime Bills Bengals. Doug Dimidon, home owner of the Dimidon. Doug Dimidon. Sunday at nine twenty five p or nine twenty p.m. Don't be surprised when the Bills win. Sunday at 9.20 p.m.? That's late. Don't be surprised if the Bills win. Like I said. Yeah, I think your time zone is off a little bit. Because my my phone said 9.30 for the the Chiefs game. It says the 1 o'clock games are at 2. Yeah, your shit is off. Your shit is off an hour, bucko. The game's on at the You you got your time set to Puerto Rico, bro. Stop. Oh, man. (laughs) So 9.30 Chiefs Dolphins in Germany, guys. But, uh, yeah. Let's let's hop into the the James Harden trade. Let's do it. Oh man! So the the James Harden era for another team, another diva era has has passed. He is now on the Los Angeles Clippers. They traded Covington, Batum, who are the other guys that they fucking traded? Covington, Batum, Marcus Morris, Marcus was- Morris, and somebody else. Pick swaps. A couple of pick swaps, a yeah. couple of extra extra picks for James Harden and PJ Tucker. Yep. Um how how do we feel about this? I mean, I feel like the Sixers did actually okay in this trade. Um they they got the 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 cap. Oh, KJ Martin as well. Oh, KJ Martin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they got the cap correct. You know, now they have enough wiggle room to add a third guy to Maxi and Bead. Um, they have some picks going forward, and they got some good older role players, I guess. Covington's a good defensive guy, but Toon 
he's washed, but he's he's a good role player, I guess. The Sixers made Marcus Morris is a good is is a good pickup for them. I do like Marcus Morris. I like all three of those older three and D guys over PJ Walker, who they were running out running out there every night. They moved yeah. on from PJ Walker. Uh, Tucker. PJ Tucker. He sorry. Stinks. They moved on from his contract. I said it on the page the other day. I thought the W was just moving on from the circus entirely. Like, even if they yeah. got fucking Matt's brother that you're talking about for back for him, like, you know, <laughs> just, just move the fuck on. Yeah. You know, if, if if I'm in B, the one thing I was mad about the situation is that it's now November and we were still, like, wondering what the hell was going on with this. This should have been settled this in June, done in July. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. But as far as return package, I thought they did pretty well. They did. Yeah, okay. They did yeah, about okay. as, yeah. as good as Philly could get. I mean, yeah. the, having James Harden on your basketball team, it, I feel like it's like owning a boat. You know, the best days are when you get it and then when you get rid of it because you're very happy. Oh, we got James. All right. The idea of it's great. Right. And then the rest of the experience, just nothing goes as planned. All of a sudden you're putting in more money. A fat suit gets it'll broken get, out. He'll get you girls. He'll get you girls like James Harden. It, he'll get you strippers. That's it. You know yeah, saying? you could get some strippers we, here and there, but just get know, some strippers. at the end of the day, the you know, it, it's going to rust, and then you're going to have to get some replacements. A lot of maintenance. Yeah, we were talking about last time I was on here, though. Like, what, what, what options were there? How many teams were even wanted this fucking guy with this? This, nobody. Was, this, was, this was the only option. He, they and the fact that they got that for the only team that wanted James Harden, period, no, is a, is a W for the Sixers in my opinion. You get you take off all of the salary, you're taking off like thirty million dollars in salary, and that's a, that's a star player in itself. Damn near thirty million dollars. Yeah, know? just just yeah. moving on from that situation. Like I said, Situa- was, was just a huge W for Philly entirely. I can't believe we're sitting here saying a team with Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden. Nobody's excited about that. No, nobody is. Nobody is Sorry. excited. About First of all, Westbrook's been playing very well for the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. Throw it out there. He I plays would, very well. I'll give Paul George. I'll give him Paul George for whatever reason. Yeah. They're a very good duo together. I don't know why. They he showed in OKC a few years ago, and it's just poked head back out this year. Yep. But I, why? Would, I don't know why. If I'm LA, I just don't even want to fucking play with this James Harden guy. And what are you going to do with him? You're gonna you're gonna start him? I don't know. You know he ain't gonna buy into coming off the bench, but I think he would be more effective off the bench in that second unit. But James Harden, James is James Harden going to buy into that kind of basketball? I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting bag. Um, it's a bunch of prima donnas all on one team, except for Paul George. I think Paul George is awesome. But um, you know, you got load management Kawhi, you got prima donna Harden, and you got nut ass fucking Westbrook Poor Terrence, all on the man. same team. Like, Terrence I'm man, yeah. Terrence I was shocked that when I, when I did see know? the deal, I was shocked that Powell or Man wasn't involved. But if I'm LA, I, I didn't want to give up Man. So yep, they got blessed. Uh, does this LA Clipper team compete in the West? Are are, are they a real threat in the West? Who's pl- who's out there? Who's hurt? Who like I I, I got to see it. I, I can't even answer that question right now. They're all healthy. Yeah, if, if, no, I'm saying come playoff right time, now. come playoff time. You know, you know what you know what's gonna you know what it's gonna be. At least one of them's gonna be gone by playoff time. Let's let's be realistic here. At least one of them. I think if Embiid had a player like Brunson, it would be crazy. I agree. Hey, Mari, you got it. You got it. Nail on the head. Mari, can we not go down this road today? Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna go down this road. Not much. We're not gonna go around. We're not. (sighs) But uh, Embiid's had plenty of all stars, plenty of number two guys. To take it to that to that next step, and he hasn't. The closest thing was that season with Jimmy, and they yep. just got 
they yeah, got got they by the Kawhi it. shot. There's really not yeah. much to do about that. That yeah. put a literal wrap on the window, in my opinion, of the Philadelphia 76ers winning a championship. That was their absolute best shot right there. So what's the future for the Sixers here? Does Embiid stay happy? Well, obviously, we're going to have to see how good, how well they do this season. He's not going to demand a trade in the middle of the season, this season obviously. Nope. If they're a second-round exit again, what does Embiid do this offseason? Does he request a trade, or does he just say, fuck it, I'm sticking with the Sixers and seeing what they can do with this extra cap space? <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't. I don't buy Embiid as that kind of guy to be like, get me the fuck out of here. I really don't. I know you guys want him on the Knicks, and you know mm-hmm. I, I would take him on my team any day of the week. Don't get me wrong. I just don't see him personally being that kind of guy. I don't know. He he he's a he's a cry. This baby, one's though. tough, yeah, because he always he blames his his number two guy, and he's not gonna really gonna be able to blame Maxi if they lose in the second round no, because Maxi balls out. Can't beat Tobias Harris. He doesn't even have that much of a Tobias Harris got to go. He's all got to go. That yeah. really stings. I think he has Fucking two more man. years left too in, yep. on his contract, and there's just no way Tobias they can get him Harris off. over me. That's all I think. Crazy about is that Jimmy, that Jimmy Butler clip. Da- Elton Brand and Daryl Morey just literally just fucking killed. Yeah, the Sixers. Yep. Everything yep. they killed him because the fact that they could have got Halliburton for Ben Simmons, and they chose Harden instead. Yep. Stink show. Disgusting bag. Yeah. Disgusting bag. That's rough. But I think in terms of Embiid, he's going to have to see about the landscape of the NBA come the end of the season and what everyone's looking like, I think. Before yeah. Before he decides. Yeah. But if he's the second round exit, don't, hey, don't be surprised don't if you, if you, shocked. Rec- don't be surprised. Don't be shocked don't be if shocked. he turns into a Nick. But uh, anyway, first week of the NBA happened. Was there any real storylines? How, how did the rookies do? On their Scoot in the first is week, not looking great. I can't lie. Scoot had a yeah. rough first week. Scoot did not have. That's a, the good art. Week. That's what comes with being a rookie, man. The the, the, the the person that put the graphic in the chat today of of his stats through four games, I was beside myself. <laughs> you know the AI photo that you sent in the chat. Oh, of him just shitting his pants. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was rough. I didn't even see that. I just saw on the page like someone posted his stats through four games, and it was like this was a top five pick. Like, dude, what? Yeah. I you mean, just this goes. narrative that like we don't like these kids come in right off the street and just hit the ground running as soon as they get in the league is just wild to me. Nobody. I don't know why in the NFL and NBA that is just how like the expectations. I don't know because they've seen a couple of players actually do it and do it very well, and that's that's the only reason why. And now that's just now all of a sudden it's their expectation. Yeah, come to my yeah. come to our we bottom tier fucking franchise that you know we were top of the lottery and uh, yeah, perform at a high level, be an All Pro player, and get us to the playoffs. Yeah. Don't First year, don't don't suck yeah, at all. Don't see, take any time to figure it out. See, like a player like CJ Stroud, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he, any player could come in and be that guy. You know, even what I'm he's had a rough, you know, last month or so. He, you know, he started yeah. well, but he's been, you know, a little shaky. But that's art of being a fucking rookie. I don't know why everybody acts like you know player like Tracy McGrady came in, barely played his first two years. Like why? Like why do we act like like every star just came in and was just you know even Jimmy Butler when he first came in Chicago got drafted by Chicago. Yeah. That's fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> and it's him. Yeah, it's just Scoot Henderson. Just shit. Scooting just on a scooter and just shitting his Shitting a shit powered scooter. Yeah. Um, that's, I, I do think Wemby has had a pretty. Wemby's that game last night man. was lit, bro. You see that shit? Come back by the Spurs? Yeah. That was wild. That was a good game. That, that looked very. KD got cookies. Oh, yeah. He, he got his cookies taken. Yeah. That was rough. 
But I, I mean, just going back to the Trailblazers real quick, they have had no success. Like DeAndre Ayton, I think they said this averaging what eight points per game right now. So it's all bad over there. They're going to take time to figure it out. There's so many new pieces on that team. Give them until Thanksgiving, and then if they're still that bad, maybe then look at them start selling pieces before the you know All Star break. Hey, first weekend, I'm loving my boy Sir Thompson, man. He's like, he's like top three. I, I, I told you, I told you he's about a dog, bro. He's I already got ten. He's got ten rebounds at half tonight. Thompson, Kid's a fucking monster, man. prop monster right there. Fucking freak athlete, just makes winning basketball plays. It just, we got a good one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You guys definitely got a good one for once, and uh, proud of you guys <laughs> for, <laughs> for for getting a top five pick and hitting. You know, See, that's a big. Hey, no, that's last, last few years, our, our draft has, has been well. We've been drafting well the last Durant, few years. Durant was was a pretty good pick for you guys. Uh, yep. We didn't pick him. The Charlotte Hornets did. And then traded him well, to you guys. The and then you guys gave him to us. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So yep. I thank you. But yeah, I love Jalen Dern. Yep. Kate Cunningham. I love Ivy. I'm feeling good right now. I'm liking my team. Yeah. I like the Pistons, man. I like. They're fun to watch. That's that's like like when you watch the Thunder. They're fun to watch. You know, you, when, you have 30th, a, when you have a young up? fucking team like that. We out. Yeah, when they're fun to watch, it's it's a difference maker. Knicks Pistons, we're in there. Let's go, baby. November thirtieth, we're we're there. I looked at ticket prices actually too on Sunday, and they're actually really cheap. They're not, yeah, they're not terrible. They're only like hundred and fifteen bucks. Let's go, baby. Yeah, we're like fifth row, upper deck. Denver versus Bucks in the finals. Who do you have? I got Denver running this back. I would love to see that matchup. I really would. Yeah. I don't. Even, I couldn't even tell you who I would. Pick. I mean, hey, but right now. Damian Lillard's 0 for 2 from 3, and the Bucks are down 22 points. This is the second time in their first four games that Damian Lillard, when he isn't shooting well, that the Bucks are suffering because of it. So, I don't know. That's something definitely to look out for because they got him for the offensive firepower, and if he isn't on his A game and they can't win, that's going to be... They have to figure out how to win when he can't flamethrow and give you 50 in a night. I need Giannis to still be able to win them basketball games. Yeah, uh, like I said... Last week during the NBA preview, I was like, hey, you know, offensively, the Bucks got a lot better, right, with Damian Lillard. But defense, it has gotten a lot worse. Yeah. And, you know, if Dame doesn't have a, a 25, 30-plus point game every night, they're going to take some losses. Yeah. Straight up. They're going to take some fucking losses because that defense is not there. And... Lillard is a fucking traffic cone. So bad. As a, as a defender, We had bro. somebody in the Facebook group trying to say Lillard is solid on defense the other day. Man. He is not. I was, he is not. He is not solid. Oh, my goodness. He, he, got, he got roasted. Don't worry. He got put in his place by not myself, but other members. So. But, like, game two, he went over. He had a terrible he game. He had a bad game. He had a terrible game. Yep. And they got the, beat, the fucking shit beat out of him. So, I mean, like. I don't know. It, obviously, it's the first week of the NBA. We can't get too judgmental on any team. But uh, I will say this. The Cavaliers stink. Cavs stink. And they were, getting glazed. they were getting glazed. They were getting glazed all season. I, uh, I didn't think about it when we were when I was on here last time because when you guys get in your, your Knicks woes, I just kind of let you guys go. But it was crazy how like highly ranked. Cleveland they were ranked third in ESPN. Into, yeah, that, ranked third. that is just wild. Evan you, said, you, said, you guys said that they had the Hawks above the Knicks too? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's nasty. Yeah, Evan Mobley talking all that purpose. smack, man. He said they want to come out. Guys. We want to come out and really stick it to him. Six six points last night. I think two rebounds. I, I don't know why he. No, would I say took something uh, like I that took Evan Mobley's under for rebounds last night. and He fucking cracked it by almost halftime. So, but 
Yeah, no, he's. He, I don't even. He's not even that kind of guy. I don't even know why he's not that guy. And I don't know why he would say that, especially with Jared Allen being out. Yeah, I, yeah. You, you versus Mitch Robinson is food. All right, brother. Yeah. Like you, you are food compared oh, to six Big points. Mitch. Oh no, he did. Yeah, he did have twelve rebounds. I'll give him that. Six points, twelve rebounds. Well, he's the only guy that can still, rebound like, on minus, the team. Minus nineteen, but still, like, <laughs> minus he, he was 19. talking like he was about to come out and crack thirty-five. Like, like yeah. no. I think Mobley is kind of an upset. He stinks. He wasn't. He's not that. He's not who he's trying to live up to be. He hasn't gotten any better. He's a top five pick. Who who is it that said this? Um, I'm not sure. Let's check it out. Yeah, no, Mobley's definitely disappointed. He hasn't excelled. Denver playing elite fundamental ball. That I don't know who said it. Brandon Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Like Brandon, I completely agree. It's almost like you're watching like a European basketball team play. Just yes, they just play the correct fucking way. Methodical. Yeah, yep. and that's it. it really, rem- it so really good. reminds me of the, those 2000 Spurs. Like that, that was how they played yes. basketball. Yes. Fundamentally sound, pass the ball. Timmy Cox, what up, baby? Make the right play at the right Timmy. time. Docs on Wemby. I, I love. I fuck with Wemby. Man. I love Wemby. He's I doing like great. Him. He's doing great. He had four blocks last night, 18 and eight. That's great as a rookie. I don't care what anybody has to say. And the Spurs are exciting. And uh, hey, we said we think they could sneak in a spot at the bottom of the West, I, and it's niggas say I was crazy. When I made when I made the post when I made a, a individual in video, C-mo. bro, I believe in us. Hey, hey bro, I I make these predictions and C-mo they only they only want to highlight when I get one wrong. They don't care when I'm right. They exactly. only care when I'm wrong. No shit, it's called they a only care podcast. when I'm wrong. That's how it goes. They only give a fuck when I'm wrong. <laughs> when I post about the Giants, when I'm just fucking trolling everybody and having fun. That's what that that's what get brought up. That's, but when I say shit goes. on a fucking tee and I'm fucking literal Mostradamus, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck. That's how it goes. But I will repeat it: the Spurs will make the play in this year. Spurs so. They will watch, make man. the play in this year. Yeah, ten seed play in. It's gonna happen. There you go. You heard it here first. But all right, before we head out of here, I got one last one last thing to say. Um, in terms of the our, our AO pause moment of the week, um, new Raiders interim head coach Antonio Pierce says, <laughs> I'm a former player. I touch former players. They're going to feel me. I need to feel them. Yeah, that End was quote. wild. Hit the red button. When you when you read when you read that that quote with no context, like not the live shit, it wow. This is a sick Negro. This, it, yeah, that. And uh, shout out to our guy, Phil, that our content creator, Phil, uh, Phil Philly. He replied. Yeah, Philly Phil. He replied under that tweet. (laughs) Deshaun Watson looking at Antonio Pierce. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, What a frosty. That's hysterical. Hey, we get it. Oh, shout out to YouTube today, huh? Yep. Shout out to fucking YouTube today. We're YouTube finally getting love. some live flowers from YouTube or what? That's real. Fuck, That's man. Real. What's nah, up, Antonio, everybody from YouTube? Yeah, he is He is sick for that, and um, we hope he could get the help that he needs. That was crazy. That, that was a crazy back. Watson to Vegas? <laughs> yeah. Watson to Vegas. That's all I'm saying. Watson to Vegas. You get Watson. Listen, the last thing Deshaun last Watson needs is the city of Watson bro. to Vegas oh would be – He would have AIDS by the end of the fucking – First season he plays, he would absolutely have full blown eights by the bye week. Full blown eights, he'd be hanging out with Goni. Shit would be over. Oh my god, you hang out with Goni and Rolly, and it would just be a shit show. Massages everywhere. These, oh, a lot of baby oil, a lot of drugs. Jesus, appreciate you, Frosty. (laughs) Thank you for the love, man. 
Thank you, Frosty. That's real. Make sure you subscribe, my guy. Detroit fan? Is that a Detroit fan? It right is. There? I think that's shit. Let's go Pistons, baby. Yeah, it's Calvin right. Johnson. Come baby. on now. Calvin the I, I don't have many fellow Pistons fans. It would, it would be nice. Nice. Please. Uh, can we talk about, real quick, I want to just discuss before we go, the Tyson Fury versus Francis Nagano fight. <sighs> that's why people don't watch boxing anymore right there. That's it. This is, look, listen. Very interesting fight. Look, Nagano knocked fucking Tyson Fury down twice, and Tyson Fury still won. I, I mean, obviously, boxing is fucking crooked. Okay, and I also boxing's very crooked. I get that. In order to beat the champ, you have to knock out. It it is you are never going to take the belt away from a guy if you just simply beat him by points. That just doesn't happen. This is why I can respect boxing, though, because boxing is corrupt to your face. Yeah, they'll let you know how corrupt they are and they don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, if you don't, you can beat him all 12 rounds, knock him down twice. If he's the defending champion, if you don't knock him the fuck out, you're not winning. I don't care how bad you dominated him. Especially a zero, zero and zero record. Francis Nagano yep. going against the face of the heavyweight GFC boxing. No. Absolutely the fuck not. It's you not are not happening. winning that. But I will say this, though. Looks great. Francis Nagano may never fight in the octagon again because of that fight. He might be a full-time professional boxer now. Yeah. If I'm Francis Nagano, I'm not touching the UFC ring ever again. I'm fighting and I'm working my name as a professional boxer so I can get a real fucking bag with Golden Boy or I can get a real fucking bag with the money team or a real bag with whoever, whoever promoter, you know? Uh, You know, boxing pays way more. And obviously he could go... he dominated fucking Fury. He won. He won the fucking fight. Yeah. So he needs to just go ahead and just be a boxer now. That's all I got to say on that. I guess we'll have to see. He, in, in my opinion, that is the baddest guy on the planet right there. The baddest dude out there, Francis Ngannou. I, there's nobody. He, he is the apex predator, in my opinion. Yeah, not not many guys are gonna be Francis Nagano in a fight. No, I can't lie. No. Uh, not even. Thank God there's a ten count because uh, listen, he could have pounced on Tyson Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> scary, scary, very scary, very scary. But all right, I guess we're gonna end this here. Uh, appreciate everybody. All my YouTube guys, I fuck with y'all. Fuck the Chiefs, baby. Fuck the Chiefs. Fuck the Chiefs. That's all I gotta say. Fuck the Eagles. Most sports TV. Make sure we'll you drop it. a follow wherever you're coming in from. Drop a follow on the gram. Follow us on Twitter. We're out here posting on follow all the Follow us everywhere, man. Join you the see Facebook the bottom line. It's going crazy lately. Woo. So make sure you hop in, show some love, and we'll catch you guys next week. Let's go, baby. Peace.